This is Sarah Weymouth, and welcome to my podcast, where we talk about everything for you to live your best life. And we have a little fun too, from talking about business, marriage, parenthood, money, health, home decor, friendship, beauty, and pop culture. I'm a mother to three, a wife, a successful business owner, and I want to live my highest, best self. Follow along as we learn together, grow, teach, because you only get to live one life. Oh, and I promise to dig deeper and to ask the tough questions. This is The Line Podcast. Hi, guys. Okay, so this episode is all about really moms having time alone. And I am ending my five days alone. And what, so here's what we do. My husband loves camping. He loves backpacking. He loves fishing. He loves anything outdoors, which is great. It's great because my boys love it too. And it's, you know, a healthy hobby. I'm so happy that that's like his thing. Could be a lot worse. (laughs) But I hate it. I hate camping. The idea of sleeping in a tent, the dirt, the bugs, the heat, the wild animals. It's just not my thing. I think also, well, I mean, part of it also is probably, I mean, I was raised just me and my mom pretty much. It's not like we went camping, you know? I think we went camping once with, like, extended family, and I honestly don't even remember much of it. So I'm not really sure how long we were there or what we did. And then when me and Justin started dating, we did a camping trip with my best friend, Shelly, and her now husband. And it was, you know, it was fun. Like, we got to, like, drink and eat and play cards and hang out. And we were on a lake, and we got to, like, play in the lake during the day. But, of course, we went fishing in kind of a swampy area one day. And I got completely eaten alive with mosquitoes. And I'm allergic to mosquito bites, I guess, because they swell. So we got back. I had these like huge welts on my legs. And my husband at the time was not my husband. Felt so bad. Like got me like flowers, like came to check in on me. Like it was horrible. So he didn't really push the camping thing for a while. But then we got married, we had babies, and as the kids started to get older, he was like, well, we should go camping. It's fun, it's cheap, and he's like, I'll do everything, you don't have to do anything. He has all the camping equipment and blah, 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 you know, and when they were younger, it was like I would be home with the baby, and he would take like the older one, and then the older two, and then you know, then the little one was older. So the last time we went camping was in Tahoe. It was full-blown, typical camping in a tent. Tahoe's gorgeous. Don't get me wrong. That part I love, but the camping part was horrible. We were all in one huge tent, which what else are you going to do with little kids? You're going to put them in their own tent. And I mean like TMI, but I was like on my period, which was a nightmare. You do not want to be on your period when you're camping, even if you have bathroom access. It was horrible. 
we woke up in the morning there was a bear and I like jumped in the car and was like hiding from this bear with one of the kids like it's just I don't understand it like why 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 do I want to leave my beautiful home and go into the wilderness I just I don't get it So that camping trip was supposed to be two nights. After night one, I was like, we're done. Pack up the car. We are going home. And we did. And that was it. I was like, you know what? (laughs) You either go camping without me and the kids, or you could leave a kid with me, like the youngest, or you could go do it by yourself. But like, I'm not a part of this anymore. (laughs) And I think part of like having a good healthy marriage is to be able to come to these conclusions like I tried your thing I gave it you know my all it's just not my thing and now that the boys are older it's kind of like their thing it's like boy time and they go and they just do all the boy stuff so this camping trip was actually the longest camping trip and the reason it was so long was partially because They drove six hours to get to this particular campsite because this campsite was on the beach down in Alabama, kind of like bordering Florida. And so it doesn't make any sense to like drive six hours, do two nights and then like drive six hours. You know, it's just that's just too much. So it's a longer trip than I'm used to. I'm used to them being gone for like a long weekend. So I will say that this trip I did miss them but I also I feel like I missed them like immediately like they left and I was like I miss you guys which was new because normally I'm like thank god I can like take a deep breath I can sleep I can eat I can clean I can work I can watch mindless tv like I can just be left alone but yeah this time it was interesting I really was like oh my god I miss you guys it's only been three hours (laughs) But I think that regardless of what the deal is, that's natural. As moms, we miss our babies. Like I would travel to California for my store for about a year and a half when we first moved to the Nashville area. I left my business in California and I would try to make it like the shortest trip possible, you know, like four days, three days. I'm like, how short can I make this trip across country? Because I would miss the kids, which is totally natural. But it's also okay. You know, like you kind of have to get past that because it's okay to have time apart from your kids. Whether it's hubby taking the kids to go do something or if me and my husband want to do a vacation, just the two of us, which we haven't done in forever. Actually, we've really never done that. We've done like a night away kind of thing, but we've never really done a vacation alone, but I wouldn't be opposed to it. I would actually love that. It's just, it's hard, like getting a babysitter, right? Like our parents don't live here. Even for them, you know, it's hard for parents to do long periods of time with the kids. It's a lot. Three kids is no joke. Like if you got one, cool. Two, better, doable, better than three, but by three, it gets like a little chaotic. So, but I think it's important. I think it's important that like we have time alone. We have time away with our husbands. We have time with our girlfriends. We have 
time, you know, other, like just time. It's okay. So, you know, you kind of have to get past the I miss them part. You know, do your thing. FaceTime, um, you know, phone calls, send pictures back and forth. Like whatever you got to do is fine. But get a little bit past. It's almost like it's really, it's really just mom guilt. You know, that's really what it is. You're putting guilt on yourself. Like, oh, I shouldn't be enjoying this time without my kids, without my husband. And once you realize how silly that thought process is, you can move on. And that's kind of what I had to like tell myself multiple times this week where I'm like, I need to be enjoying this time, not being like, I should be with them, you know, like mom guilting myself. So here's what I like to do with my time. And everyone's different, but I do feel like I have some pointers that can really make your alone time, your time better and more successful. And when they come back, you feel like, oh, okay, I did, I did what I wanted to do. You know, like that feeling of like, I don't know, I want to say like accomplishment, but It's not like you're like trying to reach all these goals necessarily. You know what I mean? But it's like you did what you wanted to do. So first thing I do, as soon as they pull out of the driveway and I'm waving goodbye, I do what I call a hard reset. So me and my husband do like we say this to each other sometimes or we'll go like, okay, I'm doing a hard reset. The house is a disaster. And basically what a hard reset is, it's what would you do to your house if you knew that a realtor was going to walk through it with potential buyers and you were trying to sell your house? I wanted to originally say, what would you do to your house if a guest was going to come over? But if a guest is coming over, they're not necessarily going to like walk in your bedrooms. You know what I mean? So the hard reset is every room in your house. You're not doing a deep cleaning. You're not like scrubbing bathtubs. You are not organizing the pantry, but you are putting your house back in order where, again, if a realtor was to bring someone and walk through your house, it would look good. It would, you know, if you took a picture, you wouldn't be embarrassed. Like that's a hard reset. So as soon as they left, they left early Sunday and That was the first thing I did. I made sure all the dishes were done. I got the laundry going. I made all of the beds, put their rooms back together. My little one has been obsessed with books and is obsessed with these basketball books. So I literally like organized the books, put all the books away. I cleaned up, you know, just random stuff like washing the towels and whatever. So I got the house back in order. I got a bunch of laundry done and um, I, I did clean and wipe the refrigerator because they, they had packed the fridge with food that then my husband packed in coolers to take with them camping, right? So the fridge was like almost empty and I was able to like see what we have, clean it out, wipe the shelves, you know, that sort of thing also. So I did all the things. It took me less than three hours to do all of it. That included like folding laundry, hanging laundry, putting laundry away, like all sorts of stuff. And 
Um, I even went outside and like organized a little bit in the backyard because that's like my view from our kitchen and our living room is our huge three slider door to the backyard. So I'm like, I don't want to look at a mess. So I put away the basketballs. I cleaned up. I grabbed any like laundry that was out there. I put the shoes away. Like all of that is a hard reset. Obviously, why do I do this first? Is because I'm going to be living in the house alone while they're gone. And I want a clean space. How many times as, as a mom have you cleaned and then two seconds later it's a mess because the kids do something or the husband puts something on the counter or you have to cook dinner or whatever? None of that was part of the equation because they were gone. So it feels really good to like clean and then have it stay clean. I also feel like when your space is clean, you can have a clear mind. And I think a lot of times people forget about that. And they try to get work done or they try to anything, do anything. And there's like a mess around them. And it's like, well, you can't even like process what you're trying to think, let alone do with this mess around you. So I do it for, because I like a clean house and obviously having a clean house is part of life, but it really does put my mind back in neutral in like a clear, neutral space. And that's so important in general, but especially when you're going to plan this time to be productive or to relax or to do fun things or whatever it is. So that's definitely step one. After that, if I have any like big projects as far as organizing and cleaning goes, then I will plan that in when I want. So let's say you want to organize the pantry or you want to rip apart your walk-in closet and completely go through every piece, fold everything, hang everything, get rid of things, purge, whatever. I will plan specific times for that. It doesn't need to be part of that hard reset and probably you don't want it to be because that's like a lot to do back to back to back. But I mean, I did have a point... um, I think it was like day two or something where I was like putting laundry away from our own laundry and I was like, okay, I need to organize my drawers. Okay, I need to like organize my clothes and my racks a little bit. And like I did all of that. Um, But yeah, like I plan for it. So if I'm going to do a big organizing project, it is planned, organized. I know that that's what I'm going to be doing and I focus on it and that's all I do. I also love when I'm alone to multitask. I love to like listen to a podcast while I'm organizing the junk drawer or put on a TV show while I'm folding laundry or whatever, right? It's harder to do that when the kids are home because I'm focused on the kids, right? Like, and also it's like, is it adult content? Like, am I going to listen to a podcast on, I don't even know, marriage advice. I'm just making this up. And like the kids are going to be listening to it in the background. Like, no, I'm not. Am I going to watch like Real Housewives on TV with the kids around? Like, no, I'm not. Like I do that stuff when they're in bed or when they're not home. So take advantage of just like being on your own schedule and like do whatever you want. 
You want to do a face mask and sit in the bubble bath? Go do it. Like you could do whatever you want. That's like the crazy thing. I feel like as a mom, it literally like takes a second to be like, oh, I could eat lunch at two o'clock and eat dinner at nine o'clock because I'm not feeding anyone. Like right now, literally, as I'm doing this podcast, it is 7.35 p.m. And I haven't had dinner yet because I had a really late lunch and I'm going to eat dinner. I'm going to cook and eat dinner after I do this. But, you know, it's like the little things where I'm like, I didn't have to feed anyone else. I didn't have to clean up. I don't have to have dinner ready at like a certain time because the kids are hungry and then the kids have to go to bed. It's It does take a minute to like say to yourself, I'm on my own schedule. I think when you get married and you have kids, you get into like a very family routine, right? You get on the kids' schedules. You get on even like a work schedule. And so when you kind of like release it while they're gone, it's bizarre. You're like, I don't know what to do with myself. So I do think that it is important to plan. I have said this in multiple episodes, but if you have not listened to episode two, which talks about pen to paper and planning your days, you need to go listen to that. Or if you've listened to it and you forgot some of it, go back and listen to it because that is key in every day of your life. But especially when you get all this freedom, you want to utilize the time properly and remember Planning your days and utilizing your time does not mean hustling. It doesn't mean more work. It doesn't mean getting more things done. It means getting things done that you want to get done, but also planning for fun and relaxation and sleep. Like you could literally be like, I want to get as much sleep as possible while they're gone. And But honestly, if you don't plan for it, it doesn't happen a lot of times, right? start watching a movie and all of a sudden it's too late and then you you got to wake up early or whatever, right? So you really have to be mindful of what are the things you want to do while they're gone and making sure you plan properly. Um, for me, this trip, while they were gone, I knew I had a friend coming in town, so I made time to hang out with her. I knew I wanted to get a bunch of stuff done for Lemon at the store and not at the store. So that that's the funny thing with like owning a business like Lemon. There is work that you see me do physically at the store. Um, like I might want to merchandise, change the merchandise. I might want to help them get new inventory out. I go do try-on sessions. I might cover the store for someone, which means I'm like literally working the floor and ringing up customers and helping gust- customers put together gift sets. And then on the flip side, I also have to do the buying, putting everything in our system, printing the barcodes, doing all the shipments, all the stuff that happens in my office from home. So, or sometimes I just do it like in bed. Like I'll have like my laptop in bed and I'll have like TV on in the background or podcasts on and I'm like doing a little bit more of like mindless work. But I knew that there was certain things I wanted to get done at the store and then certain things I wanted to get done at home. And I really wanted to push myself to get a lot done. So when the kids come back and husband comes back, I am fully focused on them and I can really just like lean into motherhood again and kind of not like put work aside, but 
know that a lot of the work for next week is done and I really get to just enjoy cuddling my babies. And I think it's important to say that where we can say like, I can get some hustle done while they're gone so that I can enjoy them more when they're here. And I think that also goes for kind of everyday life. Like if you got to hustle when your kids go to bed so that you can enjoy them when they wake up, that's smart. I don't think as mothers we talk about that enough. But that's why, go back to that episode, that's why planning your days is so important so that you can plan for all the things so you can lay on the floor and play Legos, you know? So I did do a lot of that. Um, I also did, I wanted to make sure I was working out a good amount. So me and the dog did some nice long walks every day, which was nice. I didn't get into the gym as much as I wanted to, but I, you know, they left the dog with me. So I really wanted to make sure Ava got extra attention and I did want to get, you know, more outside time. That's another thing. Like when I have the kids at home, if my husband's gone or if he's on a work call or something like that, I don't want to just like get up and go for a walk because I want to be here to watch the kids and be with the kids and help the kids and all that. So I, I really appreciated the fact that while they were gone, I could just grab the dog, go for a walk anytime, morning, evening, whatever. So that was really nice. Um, you know, I did a face mask one night. I, I did get to like watch a movie one night. Um, I don't know, just like little things. Um, I did have to do some stuff I didn't want to do. Like our builder came and replaced our front door that was having issues. And I had to deal with that and deal with them staining it and sealing it. And so that, you know, there's like life, life is still happening, right? It's not like they go away camping for a few days and you're like, I do nothing, right? It's like, I'm still working. I'm still dealing with that kind of stuff, like them fixing the door, whatever. Um, But I tried to be, again, really mindful, like, okay, what's something I would want to do normally would be hard to do. And so like one day when they were fixing the doors, I was like making egg bites and like cooking some food and just having food for the next day. And I was just, you know, very relaxed. I was doing it. I was cleaning the kitchen when I was done. And it's just, it's just different when you're alone, you know? Um, I also think like it takes a minute to realize that when you're alone, you're on your own schedule. You, you tend to stick to the normal schedule because you're programmed, right? Like we have built habits around our schedule. So to be able to say, okay, they're not here. I don't have to get up at 6.30 and get ready for the day before they get out of bed, for example. What, what do I want to do? Maybe I want to get up at 6.30 and go work out. Maybe I want to sleep in. Maybe I want to get up and, um, you know, go for a long walk. Maybe I want to get ready and have a really nice relaxing breakfast alone and then like go you know, run my errands or meet with, meet up with a friend or whatever. But it's like, it's all about just being mindful and realizing that like, even though we have schedules that, and habits that we have built that work really well for our life day to day, doesn't need to be the case when we have this beautiful alone time. 
And it's really hard. I, I realized it this time where I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm sticking to my normal schedule and I don't have to. I can do whatever I want. So it did take me a few days to like almost like remember that and make these adjustments. Um, I, and it can also be really like eye opening, you know, like if you are in a certain routine and pattern, doesn't mean it's the best, right? So maybe you can realize like, oh, instead of getting up and getting ready for the day, I actually prefer to get up and work out. And, and maybe once you have these like aha moments, you can utilize them in your day-to-day life and really, you know, show up as a better you when with your family back. So I do think that there's definitely a little bit of like soul searching and, and figuring out what works for you in this chapter because, you know, life is always changing. The other thing I love about having alone time is that you can really grasp and appreciate and have gratitude for your life. Not only do you like miss your babies and miss your husband and all of that, but like my husband left and he was like, all right, you got to do the watering. You got to take care of the garden. You got to get the trash out. Like the things that normally I make him do (laughs) or that he does do. And it was such a pain. I'm like, oh my God, this is what you do? Like how annoying. But it really put things in perspective where I was like, okay, I have like a newfound appreciation for these like quote unquote little things that my husband does that I don't ever have to think about. And you can really kind of, when they come back, have this like level of gratitude, like of these little things um, that are maybe not even little, could be big. But yeah, I really was like, okay, this is annoying dealing with the watering of the garden and the grass and the plants and the flowers, like all the, like I was like, this takes forever. Um, but he doesn't, doesn't even complain about it. So I do think that we can really kind of analyze our lives and just be able to come back to our family life with such a bigger gratitude than when they left. So I think it's such a beautiful time to have, alone time to be able to analyze that and you know they always say like do your gratitude journals and and think about things you're grateful for but I think for most of us when you're as busy as I am I run a business I it's my career it's not like a side hustle it's my career I have a husband. I have three kids. I have a dog. I have a huge house I'm taking care of. I cook almost all of our meals and I try to make sure that they're healthy meals. I work out. Like when you think of all the things that go through every single day for us, who has time to sit down and be like, what am I grateful for today? You know, it's like, it just, it doesn't happen that much. So to have the alone time and to really be able to go, oh my gosh, I just love my family. I'm so blessed. And then have them come back and you just have your cup so full. It's that's something you really can't get without having that time. And as we all know, like moms need time to relax. And I think a lot of times it's like, We're sending moms to the spa, like go have a spa day, go get a massage or go shopping alone. You don't have to take the kids with you or yeah, go out with your girlfriends, have a girl's night. And I love all those things. 
But those things are not equivalent to my alone time in my own home. Or I guess having a, I mean, having alone time in a hotel, I guess would be great too. I just love being home because of course I can get things done, like taking care of the house and some of the little miscellaneous things that we put at the end of our to-do list because it's not as important, like organizing the junk drawer. But I'm able to really relax on a different level being at home, right? Like, okay, getting a massage is great, but that's not equivalent to me just like cuddling up on my couch with a cozy blanket and watching a movie or reading a book or, you know, like it's just different. So I think if you can have alone time in your own home, oh, do it. It's heaven. It literally is the best vacation, alone time vacation. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I've, I've enjoyed my time. I'm They come back tomorrow and I am very ready for them to come home. Like I'm ready to kiss and hug everybody, cuddle my babies and just, I don't, just all of it. Like the, the house is so quiet. And okay, the other thing I think is really interesting is that I'm an only child. So I like alone time probably more than the average person. Like I understand alone time. You know what I mean? Like this is how I was, I grew up like this and this is how I was. But now when they're gone, the quietness, the aloneness is kind of weird. And yes, I appreciate it on some level and I can kind of just do my own thing. Like I'm doing a podcast right now, sitting in my kitchen, (laughs) which would normally not happen with them running around and being loud, obviously. Um, but it is weird. Like I'm excited for them to come home and make the house a home again, you know, bring, bring on the noise, bring on the kids, bring on the mess, bring on the big dinners again and playing basketball till it's dark and me making them come inside. (laughs) So yeah, it, it's, it's going to be great to have them back, but having this time to like relax and unwind and have me time, it is priceless for sure. And I really encourage moms especially to have these moments even if it's 24 hours take it and do do whatever you want with the time and just come back a better you a better mom a better business owner a better wife right like what do they say like like fill up your cup um don't run on empty i forget i forget what the saying is but you know it's that's kind of what it is. Like I got to just fill up my cup and I'm, I'm energized again. I'm, I'm ready to go and just be the best mommy I can be. So I hope that this was interesting. Sometimes I do episodes and I'm like, does anyone care about this topic? But I do think it's fascinating that there are moms out there that don't take any time off for themselves at all. And they feel like no one can watch the kids for a long period of time without them. And I think it's sad. Like we, we need the time to 
I mean, really just be with our own thoughts. I think it's so powerful. So I hope that you can carve out some time this summer for yourself and, you know, reevaluate, meditate, gratitude, whatever it is that like feeds your soul, go and do it. Life is just too short to be living on fumes. It just doesn't work. 